We're back for part two of the Willie Sutton story. Now, when we left off, he was back in prison with a new life sentence on top of his original 30 years. And uh, as you guys could guess, Willie's not going to have that. No, yeah, he ain't having that shit. Willie will not stand for this. Do they know that, though? <laughs> hide your hacksaws, hide your legs. <laughs> so in, in 1936, Willie had two failed escape attempts through the sewers. Then he tried to Shawshank it twice yeah. so, I'm and failed. I'm guessing the third time's the charm. <laughs> he got stuck in that pipe. <laughs> Oh, this one I got a picture for. So he has the two attempts through the stu- the sewers. It, it, he can't get nothing going. So five years later, August 19th, 1941, he figures a way to get out of his cell through a skylight. And uh, he made a lifelike mask and hand using plaster. And then he got like flesh-colored paint and hair from the barber shop. And he made like a little mask in hand and put it in his bunk so it looked like he's in there. He Clint Eastward and Alcatraz did. How this dude? So uh, he plans his escape. He gets out on the roof and he plans to make his escape uh, before midnight during the uh, tower guard shift change. Okay. And he's all ready to go. But then what he didn't know, these couple other prisoners were trying this jailbreak, but they didn't have good plans. And uh, they got caught, and all the alarms started going off and stuff, and they started doing, like, bed checks and stuff. So he had to go back to his bunk and uh, cancel his. So he he had to go back. Even though his attempt was going perfect, these guys got the alarm set off. Wrong day. He had everything planned out to the detail. Whoa. Except... Two motherfuckers trying to break out and get the alarm tripped. Okay, so he didn't get caught, though, right? Nope. Okay, so plan <laughs> plan a different day, <laughs> same attempt. So, yeah, but now you can't, because now they're going to be on some shit after a prison break. Now he's like, damn, you I got to wait hey, man, like you gotta wait a couple. You got to wait a few weeks. Shit, you got to wait like another year probably. Shit, I don't think he did. I don't think he did <laughs> So way well, this is a few years back now, but the the warden's grandson went on an antique road show and had the mask in the hand that Willie Sutton had made. <laughs> I don't know what the actual guy looks like because we never know till the end. But that uh, head right there looks like a mixture of the redheaded kid that plays uh the Joker in Gotham. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> So, uh, takes him another four years. And then on April 3rd, 1945, Willie and 11 other inmates crawled through a 99-foot tunnel that they dug over a period of 11 months. Willie came through the ground. He walked two blocks, turned the corner, and ran into a policeman and got arrested. Damn. Damn, Willie. Out of the 12 people that escaped, all of them were rearrested within eight days. Some of them were arrested immediately. Some got away. Oh, damn. One or two got shot or something. 
the the furthest the one that got furthest away, he got caught like seven days later, and uh, he was trying to see his girlfriend. And then the last guy just turned himself in. He walked back up to the prison door. He was like, "Fucking out here!" <laughs> he just walked up to the gate. Was like, "I don't know. I can't. I can't handle <laughs> it out here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Where am I supposed to go? <laughs> I'm sleeping with rats. It's like a dog chasing cars right there. That is the epitome of it." He went chase that car as soon as he like couldn't catch you. Like, like fuck, just came running back. Just you, helped when his eye like, you like me back in. At that point, you realize you have nothing. Yeah, you know, like no one to go to. <laughs> no. You need a meal. You need yeah. a shower. You, you know, like, like I'll just go back home. Like, right, this is home. You guys caught all my buddies, so <laughs> I'm back too. What am I going to be free for? Um, after this, he gets transferred to Holmesburg County Prison. Like, you're going to keep breaking out. We're just going to send you to different prison. Fuck you. We ain't putting up with you no more. You ain't breaking out. So February 10th, 1947, an inmate has an asthma attack and needed to be taken to the hospital, and it leaves him short on guards. <laughs> so while they're transferring him to the hospital, two inmates that had a smuggled-in gun overpower two guards. They grabbed the keys, and they released three other inmates, including Willie. All right. Hit the lottery. <laughs> Prison lottery. Can I get out, man? You, you, not you. <laughs> you. I've told you over and over that he's very popular in prison, right? This, yeah. this has never been more like, important oh, than now. Did you, did you get Willie? <laughs> you know how many times I broke out, man? A million times. I offered to bring you every time, right? Right. You better let me go. Well, how much shit he talked, like, soon as he's in the prison, everyone probably heard of all the uh, prisons he broke out of and tried to break out of. Like, everybody knew. Everybody knows tales of slick. Willie? <laughs> like, Willie, how quick can you make a fake head? <laughs> <laughs> some toilet paper, <laughs> some bubble gum. He's like <laughs> the MacGyver. <laughs> Um, All right, I need a jar and a can of beans. We're going to make homemade tear gas. Um, They get to the boiler room, and uh, Willie and one of the other guys dress as the guards. So they take the guards that got captured, take their clothes, and they dress up and shit. I hope the disguise has nothing to do with the story. He's just like, hey, this is what I used to do. Let's do it again. Master disguise. Is that what this is based on? So they go grab two ladders and they lash them together. <laughs> Damn. I'm pulling out all hey, my man. greatest hits. <laughs> right. You're pulling out all the drinks and shit. Everybody loves the hits. <laughs> yeah. You always got to go uh, back to the oldies, right? And they just walk straight to the prison wall. <laughs> so. Just two guards carrying some ladders. Nothing to see here. Just, so, just <laughs> plans and execute. Oh, they had the prisoners carry the ladders. Oh. So they had two guards, and they had the prisoners carry the ladders, and uh, they walked towards the wall. At some point, they shine them with the spotlight, and Willie was like, "Uh, it's okay, we're just going to make some repairs. (laughs) Thanks for the help. And they're like, all right, cool. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, where'd you just come from? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But you, you were in prison. You find these outfits. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. 
No one's asking any questions. <laughs> hey, those prisoners are literally climbing up a ladder and go over the wall. Yeah, it's cool. They got a guy There's, there. They got a couple guards over there watching. <laughs> he waved. He's cool. I seen him earlier. Well, if he wasn't a guard, why would he have that hat? Right. Explain that to me, genius. <laughs> What's up with the duct tape? Yeah. <laughs> well, keep the light on him so he could see. What the fuck? What's they, with you tonight? They can't reach the top of the fucking uh, wall. <laughs> Like, they're just making they're making repairs. Yeah, yeah. repairs. First they're escaping. Now you don't want to light them up. Ted, come on, get your shit together. The repairs on the other side. Story checks out. This is perfectly normal. <laughs> and uh, they want to go through the gate to get to the other side. Tie ladders together. That's how you do it. So yeah, the guards tell them go ahead, and all four men escape over the wall. <laughs> what a hell of a time When they got called into the office The next day I don't know These guys just said They needed to fix the wall On the other side First Ted Now you captain Why would he have on that jacket then They have a really tall extension ladder i never seen one like that before Clearly, that's a professional job. Yeah. Look at that ladder. I've never seen something you, like that. You should have seen the duct tape on this yeah. thing. Listen, if it was one guard, I got you. That's fishy. There were two guards. You don't question that sort of authority. So, yeah, he escapes in, escapes in 1947 and uh, goes on the lam and he's completely unheard of for years. And then March 9th, 1950... Him and his buddies went and robbed a manufactured trust company for $64,000. And uh, the federal government was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this fucking guy again. You're so sick of this fucking guy. So they, add, they added Willie Sutton to the newly created FBI 10 Most Wanted Fugitives. Uh. <laughs> Listen, he's not dangerous. We've... We're just getting tired of his shit, man. Consider Willie <laughs> non-violent. <laughs> uh, I like to think there's some FBI agent that was just on the case from the beginning and just thought it was a normal, like, yeah, he, he got caught robbing some shit, lock him up. And now, like, years later, like, he, Willie did what? He just <laughs> broke an FBI agent's soul by this point. <laughs> He's actually... He was the 11th man on the FBI's 10 most wanted fugitives list. Ooh, he was an honorable mention? Well, it's because they rotate. It's a rotating cast. You know what I'm saying? Once somebody gets popped, they come off the list. He was the first guy off the bench. Right. So he got bumped up to 10. Yeah. I'm in the starting lineup. Yes. So he was... He was Finally the got a seat at the table. So he, he was really the 11th man ever on that list. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick smoke break, refill our drinks, and we'll be back in a minute.
Because of his love for expensive clothes, one of the big places that they hit with his flyers, you know, they went to all the post offices, all the police stations, and they sent them to all the tailors. You know what I mean? So anybody in the fashion industry, all the tailors, all the men's, they gave them all. FBI's 10 Most Wanted, Willie Sutton, we got to find this fugitive. On February 18th, 1952, 24-year-old guy named Arnold Schuster, who was a tailor's son, recognizes Willie Sutton on the subway. And he follows him to the garage. And then he goes and tells the cops where he's at. So the cops go get a detective, and they go fucking bust him, and they got him. And it's like this huge fucking collar. 
I'll tell you what, old Anastasia wouldn't have had that. Yeah, he definitely would not have. All this snitching for no reason. He didn't even rob you. (laughs) So Sutton gets arrested while changing the battery on his stalled car. And it's February in New York. That's got to suck. Yeah. Dude, we've we've all been there, right? Fucking cold ass day working on some shitty car. No, that's a bad day, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I don't think they had, like, the extensive winter wear we do today. He was probably out there just normal, like, little fleece coat. Right. Freezing his ass off. Some leather gloves. That's about it. So he gets arrested, and uh, he's convicted of the 1950 robbery. And he gets a gun charge because he's got a gun on him when they arrest him. Uh, He gets sentenced to 30 to life in addition to the 105 years that he already had to do before his life sentence. It doesn't even matter at this point, right? Like right. you just keep tacking on. Like if you catch me, I'm <laughs> right. I'm either gonna try to escape or just live my life in prison. Like, <laughs> you know how many life sentences I've had right. at this point. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I have to. I have to do hundreds of years before I start my right. life sentence. <laughs> Whatever, lock me up. I'm still gonna try to escape. And you know what? I have lock picking tools. Throw that on. <laughs> so they're like, well. We're really sick of this shit, this guy's shit, and we don't want him escaping. So uh, they send him to do his time in Attica. Oh, shit. You know what? I wanted to get caught. I'm on a grand tour of prisons. I wanted to try another one. Bingo, motherfucker. Ha ha. Who lost? I just did fucking. This guy's going to end up in a Tom Silverstein (laughs) (laughs) cell. So uh, Arnold Schuster gets made a hero by the press. At first, he doesn't. All the cops are taking all the credit, and he gets pissed. So he goes and uh, he goes and complains to the cops and complains to the press, and they're like, right, you're, you're right, you're the fucking hero, and give him some interviews. But oh, it, I don't like this guy at all. <laughs> fucking nerd. Hey guys, hey guys, it was me. I did it. And then it turned out there wasn't even a reward for him, so he ended up making about seven hundred and fifty bucks for like charging for interviews he did. But he didn't really get much money for it or anything like that. So March 8th, 1952, Arnold Schuster was found dead on the street in front of his home, shot once in each eye. This is uh, like one of the first act of violence you mentioned, this whole story. (laughs) What happened was he was on the news doing an interview, and Albert Anastasia, who is a crazy person... Watched him <laughs> snitching on Willie Sutton, and he was like, I don't like snitches. He's just fucking snitching, like, on TV. Let's uh, take him out. So even though, even though he wasn't connected or nothing, that's why they shot him through each eye on the street, because they just wanted to send the message that... Don't fuck with Willie Sutton. Don't fuck with anybody. <laughs> just See, t- so telling yeah, stories I right when I said Anastasia wouldn't have that shit. Well, that's where, uh, we when we covered Albert Anastasia... We covered that part. That's why earlier when you said he sounded familiar, I was thinking like, well, we talked about Willie Sutton a little bit. So he does, he can't get out of Attica. Yeah, that's the one. No that's more on tricks. Island and shit. That's Rikers Island. Oh, okay. That's the one where they had like the riots and everybody was screaming Attica. Yeah. Attica. And that riot was because like they like to not feed him or let him out. After seventeen years, Willie gets real sick. 
he had emphysema and he needed a uh, major surgery on arteries in both of his legs. That he wasn't trying to escape prison then. No, nah, he's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. All them ladders really tear up the knees. <laughs> After oh, wait, a- how old is he? You probably just said, but how old is he again? Let me see. 17 years. He would be 68 years old. Oh, yeah. His yeah, arteries <laughs> going out and shit. Yeah, he's a fucking old man. Yeah, he's like the librarian in Shawshank. He ain't going through no sewers nowadays. Yeah. He's the sort of guy if he got out, he would come crawling back to the prison and walk back in. After a lengthy legal battle uh, focused on violation of constitutional rights, Willie Sutton was released from Attic State Prison on Christmas Eve, nineteen sixty-nine. Well, they just released them after life sentences. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was violation of human rights, like, so they were probably, like, fucking him up in that person. So, I mean, like, Willie was just, like, a cool short dude, right? So yeah. everybody liked him, even though he was, like, a criminal. Like, you know what, Willie? You're fucking cool. You're a cool, cool-ass <laughs> motherfucker, man. Cool-ass old man with them broken-ass legs. It's like, you you know what? It's Christmas time. Who should we let out? <laughs> it is it's Christmas fucking Eve. Well, a lot of it, he was just really having a hard time in prison. You know, when you start getting old and you have health, and it's hard on the prisons because they're not designed for that. Right. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, like, back in the day, we used to just let them outside during the winter. What happens, happens. But <laughs> nowadays, people get mad about it. So Sutton, he said, thank you, Your Honor. God bless you. And I uh, cried. Openly leaving the court, which I don't know why he wrote it. Yeah, he cried. He, he's an old man. He just got let out on Christmas. I guess right. it's probably pretty emotional. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. Right. Yeah, you I, 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 I wouldn't do that. Gotcha. No, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> Anastasia was put, killed a man so this man could be crying. I mean, he, the motherfucker had like all kinds of years to fight. There was like no way he was getting out of jail and he got out of jail. <laughs> Like, I got one thing left I can do. Uh-huh. I can get so fucking sick. Watch how sick I'm about to get. Right, right. He was like, I don't have to try to escape because I'm sick. See, hey. once again, simplicity at its finest. Hey, before I dropped out of school, if I wanted to go home, you know what I'd do? Fake sick. Right. Like, that's it. He's like, I don't know. I'm old. Tell them my legs hurt. See what happens. I mean... I only have, like, three life sentences to go. So, uh, Willie never got arrested again. He spent the rest of his life. <laughs> Yay, 68. It'd be fucking amazing. Right. You, like, you know what, boys? Let's get the band together. <laughs> we just let you out for being sick and having bad legs. <laughs> now you're out here fucking robbing people. He did a lot of lecturing on prison reform. And I think... In some of those shitty prisons back in the day, like how he had emphysema and an issue, and they just said, oh, we'll just let you out, constitutional rights violations, they might have fucking did some shit, like, that get these prisoners sick. You know what I mean? Where they could be like, ah, yeah, maybe we... It's easier just let him out than it is to fucking go... How much do? How many stories do you want this motherfucker telling? Well, I mean, we straight up did a whole, like, little thing of, like, oh, yeah, Attica, that sounds familiar. What's that famous for? I don't know. Uh, prisoners revolting because they treated him like shit, then, oh yeah, he ended up being released for human rights violations. Yeah, now he's lecturing for prison reform. Yeah, those dots seem to be connecting themselves. They, uh, 
They broke that dog, man. Mm. They beat that motherfucker into submission. Well, no, they did it. Because there's one thing you can't do is shut Slick Willie up. <laughs> he was born with the gift of gab and robbing people. You say you can't rob no more, he's going to keep talking. Well, he also made a pretty good money consulting with banks on theft deterrent techniques. So you could almost say he kept robbing banks. Mm. Yeah. He's making money off them by telling them all how he used to rob them. Money for nothing and my checks for free. See, this motherfucker's mind was still thinking, even though he was old as shit. He's like, I'm still going to find a way to make I'm going to tell y'all my secrets <laughs> so you prepare for people like me. His whole I- like, way to not get robbed like, all right, if somebody shows up before you guys are opening, don't trust them. Be skeptical. Look for look for name tags. <laughs> Even if he's dressed like a telegram worker, guess what? He ain't no telegram worker. Right. <laughs> he's ready to get you. He made a commercial for, or well, he didn't make it, but he was he had speaking lines in a Britain Bank and Trust Company in Connecticut for a credit card with picture ID on it. He said the lines that they call it the face card. Now when I say I'm Willie Sutton, people believe me. Oh. What is his line? <laughs> They used him for a commercial as himself. Yeah. Hell <laughs> It's like, haha. It's funny because I used to lie and rob people. <laughs> like this bank. What the fuck? That is great. What year is this? Like the 60s now? Uh, 70s. 70s? He got let out in 69. Yeah, man. okay. Damn. Old as shit. So he's like in his 70s and shit. When he, uh, I just think that, like, now when I tell people I'm Willie Sutton, they believe me. Yeah. Because I damn sure don't be carrying no ID on me. <laughs> so these are quotes from Willie Sutton because people were like, you're such a guy's guy, you're so likable. And everybody said you were nice, but, you know, you had guns and you fucking, you waved machine guns at people and stuff. Please. And his quote was, you can't rob a bank with charming personality. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You need a gun. You got but, me holding it. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they probably pistol whip some people. You know, that ain't cool. But I don't know. Yeah, you haven't said anything about this motherfucker. Anybody like dying. I like to think once or twice he did go in there and just try to be charming. I mean, really, nowadays, all you have to do is go in there with a note. He said that he never carried his guns loaded. He said, uh, to prevent accidents, like you never wanted anybody to get hurt. I feel like that's something you have to say when you're an old guy and you're free and you're making legit money. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you had it. <laughs> you was ready for it to go down. It just never happened. Like I said, this dude was just lucky as what, shit. Well, I mean, really, the only thing you have on him in terms of like being dangerous or violent or anything in any way is the fact that like he had a gun. So if the immediately he's like. Yeah, but it wasn't loaded. Then you take, like, everything out of it. He spent his last years with his sister in Spring Hill, Florida, where he'd go to the Spring Hill restaurant for breakfast every day and sit by himself. He died on November 2nd, 1980, at 79 years old. Now, obviously, he didn't just start spending all this money, but I wonder what happened with all the money that he robbed. If, like... They garnished his wages that he did with all these speaking, or if, like, since they let him out of prisons, or, like, yeah, you paid your debt, you're done, or, like, 
what happened to all the fucking money that he stole? Because there's no way that he legitimately just spent it all. Definitely not. So I don't know if he was, like, charged for that and, like, they garnished or what. Because right, I'm trying like, to picture him as an old work. man if he's just, like, a rich old man, like, relaxing or if, like... Right, you, don't get, suck, like you can't like, give him that money, right? Unless he, yeah. like, just hid it and they couldn't find it, then he had it. If, like, <laughs> he knew where he, it was when he got out. He still couldn't spend it, though. Right. Because the second they see you spending it, um, I mean, negative. I mean, that's how a little he got, bit of time, maybe. Right, yeah. That's how he got caught when he was 18. Right. <laughs> he just started right. Brand spending Brand new car it. and shit. There's one thing I know. Don't spend it don't, all on Slim Jims Don't buy cards. They know. <laughs> yeah, don't buy a card. A reporter, they asked him, they said, you, you were known as like a gentleman robber or a Robin Hood. What do you think of that? And he said, he said I was a gentleman robber, but I sure wasn't a Robin Hood. I, right. I, yeah, I yeah. stole from whoever and kept it. Right. Thought about I myself. Just, I didn't yeah. give it to anybody. What the fuck you thought? It's funny because <laughs> like, as soon nah. as you said the first half of that sentence in my mind was like, I definitely wasn't at Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, he, he, at no Robin Hood. he was all about himself yeah. for sure. <laughs> he wasn't giving money. <laughs> even, even Willie Sutton was like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> Robin Hood, what the fuck are you really? talking about? Who did I get money to? But yeah, so what's kind of part of the Willie Sutton legacy is a reporter quoted Willie Sutton as he asked him, why did he rob banks? And Willie Sutton said, because that's where the money is. Right. So that I've qu- definitely heard that quote before. And yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's a fucking bank. So that's now known as Sutton's Law, and it's used in medical school as a metaphor for emphasizing the most likely diagnosis. So instead of wasting time and money investigating every conceivable possibility, it's usually the likely answer. The other example that they use that's similar is uh, they say, if you hear galloping, think horse, not zebra. See, that's really, I mean, not just medical, but just troubleshooting problems in general. Right. Like I said from the very beginning, this man keeps it simple. Simple and effective. And it's worked for a long time. He got to live and be an old 68-year-old man sitting by a park on a bench. Right. He lived, this guy definitely lived his life. So that's why when you guys were talking about simplicity earlier, that's why I was saying, like, yeah, for sure. That's ultimately the whole story is his legacy is... Just go with the money's right there. Go take it. It's like act act on your first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Always in every situation. Right. No matter what the outcome is, you're gonna end. <laughs> and, <you're> gonna, <laughs> and if at first you don't succeed, try, right? Try. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have some downfall, right? But <laughs> you're just gonna get back up. Craziest part about the Willie Sutton rule is Willie Sutton says he didn't say it. He says it sounds like something he would say or he says stuff like that, but he says he doesn't like that reporter and that's bullshit. Or something. I don't I think something like that. He doesn't like the reporter and he didn't say it. <laughs> He's like, I ain't say that shit. Well, if that's what you want to call it. Right. That's it. He did say that, but he doesn't like her getting the, the all the credit for uh, quoting him. Right. Like, no, that's my fucking... <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. He's a... Spite his nose or spite his face, fuck his nose, whatever <laughs> fuck the phrase is. Shame on you, can't get fooled again. But that's why, like, he'll take away his number one best uh, quote just so she don't get credit for it. 
So that's the story of Slick Willie Sutton. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Go on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. So you guys kind of got flashed a picture, but before I bring it back up, you got uh, someone to play Willie Sutton? Oh, hmm. Walton Goggins. That's really good. Because he's a gabber and everything. And, like, I can see him, like, robbing people and being a criminal and shit. But also, I see him, like, being likable and shit. Yeah, Walter Goggins can do both of those. Very stupid answer. Yeah. Right? Just, dude, I don't know, dude. You can be likable and shit, but also, like, robbing and shit, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. It's hard to go great. against a fucking yeah. Walter Goggins. Mm-hmm. Well, especially damn i'm sorry i should have let you go first no. i didn't mean to just shut you down no that's my, a good choice man. my fault for being fucking excellent <laughs> he really has a mr rogers look to him kind of like a william defoe yeah it's yeah. william defoe People at home not looking at this picture is like mr rogers <laughs> william defoe what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> Both kind of right, uh, though. Uh, 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 kind of like a... And you know what? For the like youngins, of, like a Harry Styles. I see Harry Styles playing this guy. Like a like a mixture of Tom Hanks and fucking William DeVoe. Well, I got him next to know. some he people. I don't see that. He's real little. He looks kind of like Ed Gainish. Looks like this guy that comes to, <laughs> comes to my work. <laughs> Could he act? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, he looks a million different ways because we just named a thousand people that don't even look like, but all of them still match. Right. And now on that one, he looks like Guy Pierce. Yeah, I can see Guy Pierce. But Guy Pierce is taller than that dude. That dude's pretty short. He was like five something. He's a five seven. Five seven. So just a little bit know. taller than me. Shit. Gabe Pierce ain't all that tall, I don't think. Yeah, James Bond, right? <laughs> no. no, that's Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, and I don't even think he's like he's not short, but I don't think he's all that tall. Pierce, I don't know, I Pierce think, Brosnan could play like a badass, yeah. like a badass version of a like an action version. <laughs> action Willie version Sutton. Of Willie Sutton. Here's here's old man Willie Sutton. That's mm. him in a commercial. <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bitch, I got my ID now. <laughs> Finally got the <laughs> correct ID, you know, all these years, all these other names, I don't yeah. know. But, I mean, he does look pretty good for being 68. Like, he's, I mean, that's really just a stupid picture of him smiling, so it's hard to judge. But, like, he looks all right. Like, he lived a good life and shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm free. <laughs> Hanging out my turtleneck. <laughs> Check out these lapels. <laughs> All right. So now we got to do the DEFCON scale. So standard DEFCON scale is five to one. Five being the lowest, one being the highest. But on the Bad Guy podcast, there's no good guys. So at five, we got Victor Lustig, a career con man and counterfeiter that sold the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and at one, we got Albert Anastasia, who's won multiple mob wars, killed multiple bosses, and is a suspect in 100 murders. So on a scale of Count Victor to the Lord High Executioner, where would you rate Willie Sutton? 
I got Slick Willie at a five. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Oh, well, I was just expecting <laughs> a little more of expansion. Oh, no, no. I he, mean, you if know, you don't, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, he, I'll go on. Yeah, he, he was for sure. This was as good a story as for sure. Like, the motherfucker was slick for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, I'm glad you expounded. But you know, it, as he uh, as he said at the beginning uh, of the story, you know, he was very nonviolent, and this was a nonviolent story. Only only one guy I know about like fucking got hit, <laughs> and, and it wasn't even was, his fault, right? Mm-hmm. He was just snitching on the dude, <laughs> and the mob just said, "Nope, nope, you don't fuck with Willie." No fucking snitching. Well, not just the mob, but the new number one, right? The Lord High Executioner himself. But, uh, yeah, reporters have tone quoted. Yeah, Slick Willie was slick as shit. But, uh, yeah, definitely a five. But another one of those good-ass, enjoyable things. Like, he's very entertaining. I almost wanted to make him a two just in the amount that he just kept on robbing, kept on robbing, kept on robbing. He just didn't give a fuck. But, uh. We go through these a lot in the show of like, man, they should make a movie about this. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason why we play the whole who would you cast game. But uh, this one I could really see as a movie just from the very beginning, just him start robbing people. Like we didn't even go through his robberies. We literally went through like a montage of his shit and everything. And just all of the escapes, like that's almost slapstick and just it's a full arc. He ends up, well, not even really a character arc because he died still, like, the same. Like, if he wasn't old, I guarantee he'd go out and, like, just try to rob another bank <laughs> right. and shit and yeah. he gets locked up. But everything, the way he toured all the, and that's another thing we hear a lot. I just said that's another thing, like, twice in a row for no <laughs> fucking reason. This is a good Christmas ale. Um No, but he went through all these prisons, and a lot of times we hear people, their crimes start escalating, they get more violent, all this sort of shit, but, like, from what we hear, other than him being, you know, just a general rapscallion trying to escape, which, I mean, whatever, he escaped, and I guarantee if he got caught, like, he got caught in the sewer a couple times, and he was probably just like, yeah, you got me. He was probably cool about it, and, like, the few things we have was the guards were like, yeah, he just likes to talk shit. He's funny. Whatever. All the people like got in the vault. We didn't hear nothing. I'm sure there's people that didn't have kind words to say about him. Not everyone was like, yeah, that guy's cool. Right. But we didn't hear anyone saying he was outwardly violent. I mean, he was. As many times as they caught him, they could have shut him down, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they obviously wasn't trying to kill him. Like, and know, that's another thing of all the times that he did this, did not have a single victim or what, like, the worst thing they did was throw around a little tear gas. And why not? If you got tear gas, why not use it? And, I mean, like I said, he had a full life. He died as an old man getting paid by banks right. still without having to rob them. And shit. I mean, <laughs> we had such a long story. We forget at one point he just worked at a bank under a different name just so he can slowly like take money out of the vault. I definitely have met a five and I think he's one machine gun away from being just a con man. You know what I'm saying? Like He's a con man with a gun. Yeah. If he didn't have the gun, I feel like he would have come up with the plan to just scheme the money somehow. But Simplest way possible, wave the gun, just be, you know, don't shoot nobody, grab the money, good to go. So, see, we'll call very simple guy. So, we'll call that a unanimous DEFCON 5. 
That's right. It's going to the streets. Hey, y'all, it's revolution up in this bitch. Set the alarm. Get con five. All right, before we go, you guys got anything? No, this was a really good story. Good back to be, uh, good to be back. <laughs> Easy for you to say, man. Man, both of you guys are just tongue twisted. Clout man. king, man. Shit. Goddamn. <laughs> no, just, uh, I see this as a movie and as those credits roll. I was, be a simple kind of criminal. All right. Well, let's just say hello to the bad guy. Thanks for coming and thanks for listening. To the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. My mama had to be dead Spent my birthdays in the trap We had to work with what we had She been working on a raise While trying to raise me like a man Plus my daddy in the box And all my cousins in the cam And I don't need a hundred friends I just want a hundred bands A hundred jugs, a hundred scams ay, ay. So I don't money gram the hundred hams so out of money, grabbed a bunch of And bands. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the pistols. Fuck a judge with a grudge, I'm blowing crud for my mental life. And I still keep it on me, run into your big homie, first you meet your dead homie. Ay. Yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. Pass by. I let my money at a fast pass. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. Fast lane, let my money at a fast pace, look like a drag race. Got your re up in my ashtray, I'm in my bag. Hey, good girl, bad face, slim waist, and her ass fake. Hey, and she in love with the bad guy. Hey, but bad bitches never act right. Hey, she act up into that bag fly. Get a turn around at one night. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. Last place. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace.